Only one more preseason game to go. Thank goodness. Let's do a Monday Locked On Lions. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's a brand new week of Locked On Lions, everybody, in the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you a Monday, August 21st, and new Tuesday, August 22nd. Lions and Panthers Friday night in the final preseason game down on the road in Charlotte. Much to get to here on the Locked On Podcast Network on this a Monday edition. Thanks for making us your first listen. Checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe to our Locked On Lions YouTube channel where you can watch each and every day, as well as, of course, listen, like I said, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find us. Thanks for checking us out. Shout out to our everydayers as well, who check us out each and every day right here on the show. This Lockdown Lions episode today brought to you by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting of uh, starting up therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Visit betterhelp.com slash lockdown today to get 10% off your first month. Coming up on the program today, a little recap of what took place Saturday where the Lions laid an egg in the second preseason game against the Jaguars. If you missed my post-game pod, we kind of dove in depth on Saturday, but some PFF grades, who did well according to the PFF folks, who did not. We'll get into that coming up momentarily. A very, very cool local story that is uh, making the rounds uh, the last uh, 24 hours as uh, Scotty Nelson, the pride of U of D Jesuit, is now a Detroit Lion. We'll explain how that took place uh, coming up momentarily on the show. Also, uh, ESPN's got their power rankings out. Rarely, rarely do we get the early ESPN power rankings, but they are here. And, uh, you know, where do the Lions sit? How, do, how is it working in terms of what the prognosticators feel the Lions are? When it comes to uh, power rankings, we want to uh, get into that momentarily from the folks at uh, NFL Nation and ESPN. <clears throat> Excuse me. We will do that coming up um, momentarily <clears throat> as well right here on Lockdown Lions and where uh, all 32 teams stand, according to the NFL Nation reporters. If I could talk today, that'd be nice. Uh, the voice is just shot. I don't even know why. Uh, maybe it was... Uh, Hanging out with my daughter this weekend. I don't even know. But uh, thank you for checking us out, making us your first listen, and being with us. All right, where do things stand right now with the Lions? Well, we got, what, just over a week before final cuts. And uh, this coming Thursday, it'll be two weeks, two weeks, until the Lions open up in Kansas City against the Chiefs. Um, notable move. Well, let me get to, let me get to, let me get to Saturday again. Uh, for those of you that did watch the game, didn't watch the game, listen to the game, whatever, it was not a good performance in the preseason uh, uh, by the Lions. Offensive line struggled. Defensive line didn't play well. The two quarterbacks, Nate Sudfeld and, of course, Teddy Bridgewater struggled, and it was not great. But again, many of the starters, most of the starters, did not play in this game. Sands, guys like Derek Barnes, Jack Campbell, and others. But for the most part, it was second and third stringers. Now this team will get back to work this week. Training camp is officially over. But to just sort of put a bow on Saturday's 25-7 to loss to the Jaguars, the folks at Pro Football Focus still graded out the game. 
the highest graded Detroit Lion player from Saturday's loss was Malcolm Rodriguez, who played 24 snaps at his interior linebacking position. And he got a 90.7 grade, which is fantastic. So Rodrigo, who's kind of been bumped to that fourth linebacker spot inside linebacker behind Anzalone, uh, the Gaines media poster boy, Alex Anzalone, uh, Derek Barnes and Jack Campbell, Rodrigo put forth a very good effort with a 90.7 score. Uh, also defensively, guys that played well from PFF, Jalen Reeves-Maven, 77.9, James Houston, 77.5. And if there's anybody that thinks James Houston's not making the team or that he might get cut, uh, for Julian O'Quara and stop. And Tracy Walker, 73.0. Uh, as far as the guys that struggled defensively, uh, Derek Barnes, only 15 snaps, but a 28.9 grade, not good. Roderick Martin in 27 snaps, 41.2. Julian O'Quara, not a good game, 45.4. Brady Breeze, the safety, 47.5. That's the defense. This, again, according to Pro Football Focus. I know it's preseason. I'm just giving you the numbers. Uh, offensively, uh, the fourth-string right tackle, Ryan Swoboda, had the best score at 74.9, but those are pretty low scores. Nate Sudfeld, after after actually turned in a 72.9 grade as opposed to Teddy Bridgewater's 48.6. But of course, Nate threw that interception. It was not a good throw. James Mitchell, the tight ends, had a very good camp in preseason, 71.5. Matt Nelson, who's going to make this team as a backup offensive lineman. The rest of the backup O-linemen, I have no idea, other than Nelson and Glasgow. But Nelson had a 71.1 and Jermaine Ifedi, 70.1. Uh, uh, the guys that struggled, Colby Sorsdall, the rookie, Guard, 36.9, Bobby Hart, 40.9, and Darren Paulo, 44.3. So three interior D linemen that did not perform very well in the game on Saturday against the Jaguars. And, and we said it, um, you know, if the Lions are going to take this next step and be an elite football team, it's going to start up front. The, the And I said this on Saturday, the starters across the offensive line are really good. Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnow, Hal Vitae and Glasgow, and Panay Sewell. And none of them have played a down in the preseason so far. So that's good. The Lions know what they have in their first six guys. The, the team is going to be good. The issue is, if there are multiple injuries along the offensive line, the Lions right now have not shown that they have a lot of depth to, to bring in guys and, and, and see a good performance. I mean, right now, Brad Cecil has played backup center or has been the starting center in the first two games, and he was terrible the other day. You know, Sorsdall's not played well. What about Ifedi? They brought in Bobby Hart. He missed a couple of blocks this week. So that's a concern. But think about past years and the concerns were the starting O-line or the starting D-line or the secondary. We're now talking about second, third, and fourth stringers, right? The team's going to be fine. Just pointing out some numbers from Saturday to give you the highs and lows, all right? I'm not pushing any panic button, but I am telling you, I do have concerns about the depth at wide receiver and at O-line. And I think Brad Holmes is going to be picking some guys up next week. I could see a, a scenario where a Julian O'Quara trade, and I've said this on the show, is a team needs a, a pass rusher, 
they've got a dearth of, let's say, backup offensive guards, and a trade could be made. Keep an eye on that. All right. But uh, yeah, I mean, those, this is minor stuff here. But for games and what we're watching, we just got to get through the preseason. And there's a reason why many of the starters aren't playing. The Lions don't want to chance it at all with injuries. And they know they're also playing in week one on Thursday night. So take that for what it's worth as opposed to Sunday, which would give them more of a time to get ready. All right, cool local story coming up next that I want to get into and a little bit of a look at where the secondary sits right now. We will do that coming up next right here on the program. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear, right? Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, whether it's personal, professional, whatever it is, maybe you can get some confidence and excitement by talking to somebody. If you've benefited from therapy before, which I have, all right, there's nothing like finding somebody new and talking to them. And you can do that at BetterHelp. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set some boundaries, right? Talking to a therapist does that for you. If you're thinking about therapy, you got to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. The great thing about BetterHelp, too, you fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOn. Got to give a shout out to uh, everybody that uh, watches and listens every day. We love our everydayers. We appreciate all of you for uh, checking out the podcast. Please tell your Lion fan friends about us. We cannot wait. We're closing in on the two-week mark from Lions and Chiefs. Regular season opener September 7th in Kansas City. I don't know if anybody saw this, but Patrick Mahomes played a little bit this past weekend. And he made a throw where he was rolling right, was near the sideline, leaped with his left leg right as he's on the sideline, falling out of bounds and made a throw and nearly completed it. Uh, that's the kind of stuff you watch and you go, oh my gosh, this is going to be one scary week one game because the Chiefs are just so, so good. But again, could have a Super Bowl hangover. They're going to, you know, fly that flag at Arrowhead with the championship flag. And they already got their rings and everything, but you never know. You never know. I, I do think with the new secondary with the Lions, with Mosley probably not going to be ready yet, it's going to be a tough task, but, uh, you know, Lions are going to be ready. I think they're going to play well. All right, great local story. So Mo, uh, Mo uh, Ibrahim, the running back from uh, Minnesota, was released, waived, or waived injured, excuse me, waived injured um, on Sunday. And, you know, the Lions have done with, done this with numerous players, whether it was Tom Kennedy or Denzel Mims. These guys could maybe come back. But right now to free up a roster spot, they waived injured Mo Ibrahim, uh, the uh, former Minnesota running back, to take his spot on the roster because of injuries to both Savion Smith and Ify Melifonwu at safety. Um, the Lions have signed Scotty Nelson from Wisconsin, the uh, safety who was like a three- or four-year starter. But Scott is most known for his great play in high school right here uh, at uh, Six and Livernois, uh, or McNichols and Livernois. Uh, area at U of D Jesuit high school. I had a chance to teach at U of D for three years. I got to know Scott. His senior year was my first year. I didn't have him in class, but Scotty is such a great kid. 
And it's just a really cool story. Can Scott Nelson make the Lions? I don't know. You know, I think the, the, the hope is probably practice squad. But talk about an athlete and a young man that just has a great head on his shoulders. He just got married a few months ago. He's texting with his, uh, with his dad, Howard, yesterday. Howard and Linda are amazing people. And you just, these are stories you root for, right? Scott played a little bit last year with the Seahawks. It was, he was on the Steelers practice squad. Uh, was still staying in shape and trying to latch on with the team. He had a workout uh, yesterday morning with the Lions at like 8 in the morning. And uh, the workout went so well that they signed him. So it's a story you root for. Uh, he had a kind of an up and down career at Wisconsin. There were some games he played well. Of course, he had an interception at the big house against Michigan. And there were some other games that he kind of struggled, especially um, against the pass in the, in the deep passing game. But Scotty will bust his butt. And uh, he's an underrated athlete. He's really, really a sound kid. And I, I hope I hope he can make it. You, know, you root for him. But you look at that safety situation. And you look at where the Lions sit right now, where they've got, you know, Tracy Walker, of course, and Kirby Joseph and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who's kind of a hybrid safety and uh, cornerback. But that the rest of the guys uh, in that on that depth chart at safety, whether it's Brady Breeze or others, it's wide open. Malafonwu and Savion Smith being hurt likely means right now that uh, you look up and you think possibly the Lions would keep, um, uh, um, oh my gosh, I almost said Stefan Gilmore, Stephen Gilmore and Stephen Gilmore and Starling Thomas, both as cornerbacks, because those two kids have really played well this preseason. And on Saturday, one of the bright spots was watching Starling Thomas return kicks. A lot of speed, got to the outside at a nice return. Those two kids have really excelled, whereas the backup safeties, you know, Malafonwu, Smith, Breeze, others um, have not been great. So maybe just maybe the team takes some extra corners, uses um, uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson as just a safety. Obviously, Brian Branch is also in that hybrid spot as kind of a corner and a safety as well. But this could open up with Malafonwu being hurt and Smith being hurt, uh, an opportunity for both Gilmore. I didn't think Gilmore and Starling Thomas were going to both make the team, but now I think there's a good chance they do with these injuries. We'll find out more tomorrow from Dan Campbell how se uh, severe the iffy injury is and the Savion Smith injury is, but that's why they picked up Scott Nelson. They're going to need Scott to be out there Friday uh, in the uh, preseason game against Carolina. But a shout-out to the U of D Jesuit Cubs. Scott, is awesome. He's such a great kid, and this is uh, great for the school and great for him to get this, get this opportunity uh, with the Lions. Uh, coming up next, what does ESPN think of the Lions as far as um, power rankings? We will talk about that and get into that coming up next. We've got to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. We've got baseball going on right now. Tigers playing pretty well. Just clubbed my Guardians all season. What a disaster my Guardians are. What, what, a, what a horrible. But hey, Parker Meadows is here, so I'm thinking World Series. You want to put some money down on Parker Meadows over under home runs? You can probably do it. You can do anything at FanDuel.com. That's because they're America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Up to one grand back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to join. Uh, don't miss your chance. You get that no-sweat first bet. And whatever you want to bet on, UFC, uh, exhibition preseason football, college football this weekend, week zero games, 
want to get in on it, go to fanduel.com slash lockdown to sign up and do it right now. Notre Dame Navy is this weekend. FanDuel is the official partner of Major League Baseball and the Lockdown Podcast Network. All right, so always love seeing preseason power rankings, and here we go from ESPN. Where do the Lions sit right now when it comes to the experts at ESPN? Are the Lions a top 10 team from ESPN power rankings? Well, we got Kansas City number one. Philadelphia, number two, not a surprise. Those two teams met in the Super Bowl last year. Cincinnati comes in at number three. Let's see about the health of Joe Burrow. Niners at four. What's up with Trey Lance? Man, he just gets worked every week. Buffalo in the preseason. Uh, Number five, Bills are really good. Miami, pretty high for them, but comes in at number six. Dallas at seven. Interesting from the folks at ESPN. Baltimore Ravens at number eight. Many people like that team and some of the young guys that they have. And now Lamar Jackson's contract is done. Chargers coming in at number nine. Um, Chargers radio analyst Daniel Jeremiah is just awesome, by the way. I got a chance to listen a little bit to him last night on Sirius uh, as they played the Saints. Um, And then at number 10. No, not Jacksonville. No, not Seattle. Not Minnesota. Not the Jets, not the Steelers. At number 10, your Detroit Lions cracking the top 10. Remember when we used to do these power rankings and they were like 32, 30, 29, 31? No. Our Honolulu Blue and Silver Warriors sit at number 10. Their post-draft ranking from ESPN.com when they did their last power rankings was 13. So they moved up three spots. Eric Woodyard from ESPN.com writes, quote, expectations are high in Detroit and the Lions have reassured Jared Goff that he is their guy. That being said, it would be disappointment if the Lions don't reach the postseason after narrowly missing the playoffs last year. Lions finished the season with eight wins in the last 10 games and Goff's strong play was a major factor. But they'll need him to be consistent all season in his third year in Detroit. He'll have to produce if he hopes to lock down a long-term deal. Goff is signed through 2024, but the team also drafted Hendon Hooker in the third round of April's draft So the future isn't so clear for him in Detroit. I don't necessarily agree with all of that. I think Jared Goff's not going anywhere. Uh, I like the fact that everybody at ESPN and their experts believe the Lions are a top 10 team. And think about it. We said it again. Top 10, but six of those 10 teams are from the AFC. The rest, Philly, San Francisco, and Dallas are ahead of the Lions. You could make a case for Detroit ahead of Dallas, but I do like this Cowboys defense a lot. I think Dak Prescott's going to bounce back this year, and they got plenty of weapons down there. And they whooped on the Lions pretty good last year down in Dallas, even though Detroit kept it close for majority of that game before the Cowboys kind of ran away with it. But I have no issue with those power rankings. I see the Lions being a top 10 team. I do, especially in this division, especially in this conference, and especially with this schedule. I think the Lions, it's tough early with Kansas City and Seattle, but I think the Lions can be a top 10 team. And as Eric pointed out, Jared Goff's going to continue to play well. And I think he will love this attack. I love the Jameer Gibbs edition and Laporta. We're going to see about these final wide receiver spots. The Lions sign anybody else. We'll see Jason Moore on Friday against Carolina, what he can do. But I like where this team is headed for sure. And, uh, you know, more pub certainly for the Lions is cool. By the way, speaking of pub, Jordan Love got a lot of Love 
from his performance this weekend, especially that 94 yard drive um, at Lambeau against the Patriots. He, he, there were some throws love made that looked good. Again, it's preseason. Let's see him do it against uh, starters and in the regular season, but a step forward for Jordan Love the other day. All right, that'll do it for our Monday edition of Lockdown Lions right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts, and we are back again tomorrow.